Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to Trundlebed Tales, the podcast where we look at Laura Ingalls Wilder, children's literature, one-room schools, and other social history. I am your host Sarah Utah, and I am coming. Oh, and I, as always, I urge you to look us up on social media. I am all over the web at Trundlebed Tales and Sarah Utah. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, I am coming to you today live from Pepin, Wisconsin, where it is day two of their annual Laura Day celebration, which is always the second full weekend in September. Uh, and uh, I am calling in today because through my phone because the Internet has just been up and down here at uh, the Pepin Motel, and I'm... Um, very surprised at that because it's always been very good here. I, I, in past years, upload videos. So I'm not sure what's going on with that, but hopefully it's a situation I'll get corrected. In the meantime, I would say, goodness, um, I need one of those cough buttons they have in real radio stations. Anyway, uh, so yesterday morning, I got a quick bite at the homemade cafe, and I later found out it is for sale. If you have always wanted to move to a Laura home site town, this is really your chance. Right now, the um, there's the Prairie Manor Bed and Breakfast is for sale in Desmet. Um I don't remember what the name of it is, but there's a sweet shop for sale in Mansfield, and the Homemade Cafe is for sale here in Pepin. And, of course, you know, there aren't Laura fans here all year, and I haven't looked at their business plans or costs or anything like that. But um, it looks like there's three very good opportunities right now if anyone is interested in that. And if you live somewhere not in the Midwest, I'd recommend you talk to uh, Jenny Todd, who is uh, the owner of the Prairie Manor there in DeSmet. They moved there from New Jersey, and while they're looking to sell, they're also looking to stay in DeSmet. So I think she could tell you, um, I think she could tell you a little bit about the moving process if you are interested. But moving on, oh, and I always like to say the Homemade Cafe has the best iced tea in uh, Pepin, and you know me, I always like to ferret out where the best one is. So um, moving on from that, I, as usual on this event, I dress in my costume and I walk back and forth. I think we had uh, an uptick in town in uh, crowd this year. It was a little slow in getting started, but there were pretty good-sized crowds, I would say, most of the day. Um, and I walked through the traditional craft area and kind of checked in on people and uh, uh, Kitty Latane's um, uh, 
cookie cutter for the year. Uh, it's actually sold out already. If you don't know, every year for in honor of Laura Days, she uh, tin, she's a tinsmith, so she designs and creates a uh, rather large cookie cutter in the shape of someone from the Little House. This year it was Laura holding a piece of birthday cake. So if you're interested in cookie cutters, check with Kitty and uh, make sure you get on the list to get one next year. Uh, Then I kind of walked the vendor area around square over by the little Miss Laura sign-in and the uh, petting, um, petting zoo, and I walked then over to the museum. Right now, the sidewalks, the corners are all torn up, I think because when they're reworking the road, they're putting in the handicap accessible that are slanted and that weird texture stuff to make it easier for wheelchairs. Uh, so I think that's what's going on because they're all torn up on that side of the road. But I walked over to the museum anyway, um, two kind of long blocks, but they're blo- two blocks, uh, which is not that long a walk. And I always uh, recommend doing it on Laura Days just so you don't have to deal with your car. Uh, that's a pro tip there. Park your car during Laura Days and don't move it unless you're going out to the cabin because parking is always an issue. And it's nice. I always say get out and walk when you're in Laura Town. It kind of helps you get a feel of the place. Uh, so after that, I actually met a reporter who's here from Atlantic Monthly, and she knew who I was, which was very gratifying, and uh, did an interview from her. I think it's going to be more of an in-depth think place piece, and she asked me a couple kind of probing questions, and I told her what I thought. So hopefully uh, it'll turn out well. Uh, There was also a crew here from Wisconsin Public Television, but it wasn't their normal crew. It was film students who were working on a project called Purple River, and I didn't talk to them, but I did see their little flyer that they were handing people, and it looks like uh, the purple is from red politics and blue politics, and the idea is they meet at the river or they want to see, I, I don't know, uh, but it's they, they were asking some people political questions that I talked to, some people just normal questions. They filmed a little bit of my program, uh, but they didn't actually talk to me, so I'm not entirely sure what that is. But it should be coming out later on Wisconsin Public Television. And Great Railroad Journeys um, from the BBC was here last year. And I'm, I've heard conflicting things whether that episode's out or not, but uh, you might want to look for that because by all accounts it was a good thing. So... Um, After that, it was pretty much time for my program, which was the brand new one in the classroom with Laura, which it really is remarkable how well the home site, what went on there, dovetailed with what I was doing. And um, I was really, really very pleased with it. Uh, My only concern is it does take quite a few volunteers, but if you let people come back up again, I, I think it went pretty slick. And going to have to work on the transitions between parts a little bit just for the amount of time setting up and putting down. Um, 
But other than that, for the first time, I was extremely pleased how it went. I'm sure there's going to be some tweaks, but uh, if you are thinking about having me come for a program in the classroom with Laura, I think is definitely uh, should go on your list of considerations, and I've got to get a description of that up on the website, which I haven't yet. Uh, then after that, I always like to go on a horse-drawn wagon ride. I just It's a kind of decompressed for me, but I think really it's a good experience for everyone. They, they're driving through town, uh, so it isn't like, you know, you're out in the country or anything, but it's just, I think it kind of gets you back to Laura's pace. And I think if I was coming here to Laura Days just to visit the festival, I would try and do that wagon ride fairly early in the morning just to sort of reset um, your well metronome, for want of a better word, to get back to that kind of uh, the pace of Laura's time. Then I spent a lot more time in the traditional craft area because that's always a great place to visit. There's lots to do and see, uh, including the um, man who does the uh, lap desk. His name's Dave Johnson. He got measurements and was able to examine the lap desk, and I'm going to be doing another bot pod, or a blog post about him. I have a video interviewing him I took several years ago, but uh, I realized it didn't have his contact information within the post because it was actually a post about the $100 bill that was lost in it. So I need to redo that, which is always good to have a, a topic in the can. So look for that hopefully soon. And uh, they are $295. You're paying for uh, handwork and uh, craftsmanship. And it is extremely solid and very well done. Uh, after, oh, and there also there is a, a potter named Jasper, and I don't know his last name off the top of my head, who has just did a lovely job explaining the process of making um, pottery on a wheel, and he has some little honey pots that I think he could easily turn into mini butter churns, so if you would go by him, tell him he needs to make uh, mini butter churns, because I always tell him every year. There's always a hope we're going to find someone who might do uh, butter molds, but I haven't found anybody yet, and they are looking for more craft people, so if anybody out there um, is interested in doing something that would be a craft, uh, an old-fashioned craft, and have a little tent area, or sometimes you don't even really need a tent. Some of them don't have them. Most of them do. Uh, consider joining up for that because they're always looking for new people. Uh, so after that, I went and I met some of the other Laura people I know here over at the Pickle Barrow, which I really like. They, they actually, uh, for people who I was, with had a little bit of an issue with um, the insides of the meat being pink, and I'm not sure exactly what happened there. I've never had that problem there before, but I do like to eat at the pickle barrel. So um, I would, if I was ordering a hamburger there again, I might specify well done, but I, it's a lovely place, to, and I will definitely be going back. Uh, after that, it was dark, so we come back to the traditional crafts area where they have a, uh, candlelight demonstrations and uh, music. And this year, they had the Minnesota 
State Fiddle Association do a jam, which is a great thing because, and I just kind of glossed over it before, right after me is when they start the fiddle contest, which is one of the two or three biggest fiddle contests in the Midwest. They take it very seriously, and it's lovely music, mostly traditional, a little bit not, but if you like fiddle music, it is definitely the place to come, and the, the bonfire was just people who were mostly, you know, they weren't being serious and doing their pre- doing their presentation pieces. They were just kind of playing, which was absolutely lovely, and I highly recommend doing that and visiting that. Um, I the way my phone is set up, I post automatically to Facebook from Instagram, but you have to change the privacy settings manually in order to share it on pages. So they are all, the pictures from yesterday are now shared on the Trendle Bed Tale. I've got a few left from um, Friday that I didn't get passed over yet because I just was having all sorts of trouble with the Internet here yesterday. But I will get that done um, either tonight or tomorrow, hopefully. And that is about all of my Saturday here at Pepin, and I hope you enjoyed coming along with me and that I will see you here next year, which, remember, is the second full weekend in September, and I think it is 8th and 9th. And for a long time, you really had to work on getting a hotel reservation here, partly because of the Laura people, partly because um, this is prime season of people coming down from Minneapolis. So if you uh, are interested in coming, make a hotel reservation as soon as you can. Um, And with that, I am going to end the program for today. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.